Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. This week's episode was definitely a no-brainer for me. It's a really visual subject, so of course I had to create it as a video episode as well as audio. So if you're listening, enjoy, and if you're watching, you'll get to see all the characters and effects that I'll be talking about. So last year, I did a complete overview of the hair and makeup in the film Malcolm and Marie because I fell in love with the effects. The movie is in black and white, so the team really had to push everything. So hair and makeup had to really do the talking for the the main characters. I'll share a link to that review in the show notes. If you've seen that film, you'll know actress Zendaya plays the female lead, and she's also a key character in Euphoria. If you don't know Euphoria, then where have you been? It's pretty much just taken over all of social media channels, the memes, the makeup. I think it's because we've had to wait for it so long because initially it came out on HBO in 2019 and it was only on our screens from June till August, but it made a massive impact on the beauty world. We all thought it would be coming back the second series pretty soon after with more of the same amazing makeup and obviously the storyline, which is about kind of troubled teens at school and all the traumas and challenges they go through without telling you too much but yeah we were waiting for it to come back with a second series and then the pandemic hit it didn't stop the hashtag for euphoria makeup from growing and growing I think right now it's on about 350,000 posts related to the euphoria makeup hashtag and I know some people are kind of upset that it's almost become a thing. Um, Quite a few makeup artists I've seen say this thing of euphoria makeup, everyone feels that they have to do it. And I I don't think anyone feels they have to do it. I think it's just a label. I think euphoria makeup is very specific in what you might expect from at least season one. You know, there's the rhinestones, there's the glitter, it's color. But We'll go into it later in the episode, but I understand that things are meant to change quite a bit when it comes to series two. The main characters, Rue, Jules, Cassie, Maddie and Kat, have all got their own different looks. And so amongst those Euphoria makeup hashtags, people have really gone to town recreating their favourite looks. And we're in 2022 and the effect has just, it hasn't stopped. Everybody is in love with Euphoria makeup, it seems. The makeup designer, Doniella Davy, known as Donnie Davy on Instagram, is a major influence on me. Um, obviously, I must have started following her around the time I discovered um, Euphoria. But we've also got a couple of things in common that I'm kind of claiming. Um, we both have a degree in fine art with photography. And she's also quite open about her skin flaws. So I think that's why I'm attracted to her honesty and also her creativity. When it comes to her work on Euphoria, Donnie is often reflected on the first season as being a time of experimentation. She's always been open about where she herself found inspiration for the looks. Um, But before I get into the really specific Euphoria stuff, I wanted to share a couple of quotes about the role that makeup plays on TV and film. It was actually first used on stage in the theatre because you have to show a character from quite a distance. So makeup became a really big thing. So I just found a couple of quotes. So, for instance, on the Oscars website, it says, 
Actors bring the fictional characters in the screenplay to life and makeup artists and costume designers assist that transformation. Costumes and makeup were first used in theatrical performances. On a stage, the audience sees actors from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Another quote that I found really explained the role of makeup um, is from actress Helen Mirren's Masterclass, which is it's a, like an online site where you pay to get expert advice from like the top people in their respective industries. And Helen Mirren said, obviously, makeup for stage and makeup for film are two very different things. When I played the queen, I used very little makeup. The less makeup you can get away with, the better, because in film, the makeup is a barrier between your performance and the audience, because really what the audience wants to see is the expression on your face. So I found that quote in particular really interesting because it made me realize just what a difficult job the likes of Donny Davy would have on Euphoria. She has to tell a story of the characters. It's not just that she gets to go into the makeup trailer. I think she started calling it Sephoria. Um, she doesn't get to just go into the makeup trailer and have fun. It's a really serious role that a makeup artist is given. She has to do the characters justice and she has to even think of how that character might themselves wear makeup, if that makes sense, as well as show what their personal traits might be. Donnie herself has said, people have been using makeup to tell their own stories and express themselves for decades and centuries. But on Euphoria, I get to showcase that on this mainstream platform. And I think mainstream is a key word because, as I said at the beginning, Euphoria has really... I think even people that don't watch Euphoria know what Euphoria is. It has crept into the mainstream. As well as Donnie and her team, which includes Alexandra French, who is also someone I follow on Instagram, amazing. A key influence in the makeup was actually the show's creator, Sam Levinson, who is also the director and writer of Malcolm and Marie. Sam knew he wanted to use makeup as a vehicle for the characters before Donnie even came on board. And he even knew how he wanted Zendaya's makeup to go in season one. There's a very specific look on Zendaya, which shows these tears and they're kind of very shimmery, glittery tears really coming down her face. And it's been recreated countless times on YouTube and Instagram, anywhere that's kind of like a visual social platform. So if you're a fan, you'll know those glitter tears. Um, but it was Sam Levinson that actually wanted that effect. When Donnie has talked about Sam's brief in the past, she said that he wanted her to go out of her comfort zone and go wild, but it also couldn't be too distracting from the story. Donnie said that the viewer has to believe the makeup. One thing I really like about Donnie's approach is how she admitted that the look of the show had to evolve. She mentioned that the lighting of the show is really moody, um, definitely in the first series, very dark, lots of neon. But after she saw the pilot episode, she realized that many of the looks that she was creating, you couldn't actually see. So she'd gone to the trouble of designing these looks and she realized she had to use more glitter, more rhinestones, brighter colors. And she said, if it's blue, it has to be electric blue. If it's pink, it has to be hot pink. What I find really intriguing is that Donnie said that she herself never experimented with makeup as a teen, which is quite a surprise. You know, I've interviewed so many makeup artists in my time as a beauty journalist and on this podcast, and many of them say, you know, they played with makeup from a really early age. 
But it wasn't the same for Donnie. So she said she's actually had the best time playing with makeup on Euphoria. Donnie created very kind of 60s and 90s looks for Maddie, 70s and 80s looks for Kat. And there was a really key scene again in season one where Cassie has this fantasy of being a figure skater and it's so beautiful and she's so elegant and her face is decorated in all these little gemstones. She's like sparkling and shimmering. But in reality, Cassie has just gone through an abortion. So it's kind of like Donnie's role to show what the character's going through, but also show how the character's thinking and feeling and what they want, what they're trying to get away from. Donnie herself has said that her favourite look from season one is Kat's Halloween look. It's um, like black lip liner, red lips and these tiny upside down glittering crosses. And she's dressed like a nun. And it's from this film. Her character's called Miss 45. And it's about a woman that is sexually assaulted and then she goes on a rampage. So that was Kat's inspiration. And if you know the season, if you know the show, you know that Kat is going through a transformation in season one. So again, it makes sense that she would just really go all out for Halloween. Oh, and that look actually, um, Kat's Upside Down Crosses, was recreated really recently by one of my favourite makeup artists who's also been on the show, Ellie Luna. So I'll have to, I'll share a link to Ellie's interpretation. So as I said, Euphoria came out 2019 and we were just dying for the new season to come out. The pandemic hit and everything ground to a halt. Back in August 2020, when it looked like the second season could, you know, start filming, Donnie had said that both Kat and Jules would still continue to express a sense of nonconformity through their looks. But since, you know, everything we've been through, Donnie's actually now said that season two is going to be like season one's introverted sister. So it's not going to be as glitzy or shimmering. I think even Maddie currently in season one, Maddie was the one wearing rhinestones and tiny chains and crystals, everything on her eyes. And this season they've gone, it's all like black graphic liner looks. So the shine has kind of worn off. Donnie has been really honest about where she finds inspiration and she's made no secret of finding looks on Instagram. She said she was devouring the way in which Gen Z has been using makeup to express themselves in such a bold and brave way. And that's really clear in season one. But what can we expect in season two? Sam Levinson, the creator, said his biggest fear was simply repeating the same thing with season two. He said, despite how popular the look of Euphoria was, I wanted to create something that still had the heart and soul of Euphoria, but it looks different and it feels different. If season one was sort of a house party at 2am, season two should feel like 5am, way past the point at which everyone should have gone home. So yeah, as I said, that glitter, that glam has definitely worn off. And Donnie herself has said that this season is a lot more raw and very dark. As such, we're seeing way less glitter. And apparently Sam himself put up a sign backstage saying no foundation Now, it didn't mean that no foundation was used, but it meant that it had to be undetectable. And one thing I saw from the first episode of season two is how Zendaya's character, Rue, she has 
it's literally like a no makeup look. You can see acne scars, you can see tiny veins like Rue, without revealing her storyline, she is going through it, she's struggling. So Sam wanted skin to look glossy, polished and beautifully natural, which has got to be really hard. So apparently Donnie really recommends Glossier Stretch Concealer for spot concealing, which has been something that makeup artists and makeup lovers have been doing for years. Spot concealing is just the perfect way to just cover the blemishes. It's not about masking the face. I myself use Glossier Stretch. It's a brilliant stretchy concealer that you can really spread quite thinly and build up so the process is kind of like a patchwork process product where you need it approach um i would say lisa eldridge and katie jane hughes are both big proponents of doing like just applying what you need where you need it two of donnie's favorite ways to prep the skin for this barely there base on season two included glowy sunscreens such as color science sun forgettable total protection Um, face shield SPF 50 which is known for its pearlescent glow as well as Indeed Labs Nano Blur which I've been searching for everywhere over here um, which you would use over foundation with a sponge to give a matte appearance because on these 17 hour recording sessions Donnie said you know you cannot keep applying powder it simply was just going to build up and You know, Sam wants the skin to be visible and clear and glowing. So powder was a definite no-no on Euphoria. Kirby Johnson is somebody that I've been following for a while because she also has a beauty podcast. She's the co-host of the Gloss Angeles podcast. And she was lucky enough to go backstage on the set of Euphoria back in November. And she found out that the foundations that were used to create these really minimal looks included Face Atelier, Max Face and Body and Shantakai. Now, I'm someone I used to use Mac Face and Body. And after seeing Kirby's post, I was like, wow, I remember how good it is for anyone that deals with, you know, you're trying to kind of disguise scars. It's so brilliant for building coverage that really does last all day. So I think I'm going to revisit Max Face and Body. And apparently it was Zendaya herself that introduced it to Donnie. So I just wanted to give you a mini brief of what we can expect for the characters, the main characters in season two. For Rue, it's going to be about showing skin texture. As I mentioned earlier, Rue is going through it. And when I first saw the first episode, I just thought she looks so tired. Without spoiling it for you... She's gone to a dark place. I feel that Rue has gone past tired. She's just staying up. She's trying to stay up and stay high. You can see a hint of scarring. There's lots of darkness under her eyes. There are no more glitter tears. And Donnie said that they've even traced over Zendaya's veins to make them stand out even more. For Jules, we're going to see less feminine makeup. I'm not going to give away Jules' storyline, but she is going through a transformation. Near the end of season one, Jules begins to question her reasons for going through her transformation. So in season two, she's definitely still wearing makeup, but it's a lot less feminine. It's more bold. It's more minimalist with pops of color, perhaps to reflect some big things that we can expect to see in her life. For Maddie, um, a character who has always knowingly created looks that attract attention. In fact, Donnie herself called Maddie's makeup armor. The new season's look is very much led by the actress who plays her, Alexa Demi. Since the makeup artist on set, Alexandra French, shared an image of Alexa doing her own makeup, 
Donnie's been quoted as saying, she came in with all of her ideas and her plans for the makeup and my team and I helped her execute the looks. Now I've seen that quote used in many articles. You know, those kind of articles where the person didn't write it, they're just like throwing things together. And I've seen some people use it in kind of a negative way as if to hint that perhaps Alexa is becoming a bit of a diva on set. It's just the way it's worded. Um, But for me, it makes total sense that Alexa would have a say in how Maddie looks. One, she's attached to the character. Two, her mum is a makeup artist. And three, she's even had her own eye makeup collaboration with MAC Cosmetics. So I wouldn't be surprised if Alexa's got something else coming along you know, when it comes to products. Anyway, if you loved Maddie's rhinestones and the pearls and the chains that were a major part of her looks in the first season, as I've mentioned, that that's all gone. It's just going to be about bold, really stylish looks, really sharp eyeliner, mostly in black. For Cassie, who is going through <laughs> some issues right now, um, it looks like she'll still be giving us pretty really pretty Cassie looks. Um, I loved the look in the first episode of season two. I even tried to recreate it myself on Instagram live. So if you want to check it out, I'll leave a link for you. Her look was very, this really pretty pink on the eyes, very sweaty, flushed, dewy skin, and like a berry toned lip with some rhinestones. Donnie said that that look was all about making Cassie kind of look anxious because of what she was up to again I don't want to give it away but yeah Cassie's going through some things and I'm not surprised she's got anxiety for Kat the character who already underwent a major transformation in the first season she is still going to be experimenting she's not going to settle on a specific look finally when it comes to Lexi who I didn't really know if I would actually mention her in this episode for me Lexi isn't really as key a character as the others but She's definitely coming to the forefront in season two. And she started out with a really pretty look, like a very glossy berry lip and these really delicately glittering eyes. It wasn't the usual glitter that you'd see on Euphoria. You had to look really closely and it kind of looked like these little water droplets. From what I've been reading, the nails in Euphoria are definitely set to be like one of the big things we're going to be talking about this season They weren't really mentioned at all last season, but this time around they've brought in a celebrity nail tech called Natalie Minerva and she's been sharing some amazing looks literally from the opening scenes of the first episode which sees um, Fez, the drug dealer's grandma. Um, There are lots of nails in that first episode. I'll definitely share some over on my Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast, so look out for that. I just wanted to share this quote from Donnie from an interview with Huda Beauty online where she talks about stepping away from trends and what she should do with someone's makeup. I stepped away from certain ingrained approaches to makeup. I was less concerned with making eyes bigger and eyebrows fuller and more concerned with using makeup to tell stories and be cheeky and expressive. I think there was a lot of undoing that happened for me. I have a tendency to look at a trend and do two things emulate it with my own spin and say goodbye to it and do something that's the opposite. For me, this quote really exemplifies what I was trying to say in my recent episode on beauty trends for 2022. Makeup is purely in the realm of self-expression now. It doesn't matter who wears it. It is literally, there's no rules 
And I think that's the key to Donnie's success. I love watching her just experiment on her own face, um, especially during lockdown. There's no rules. It's just about play. And I'm hoping that Donnie will come on the podcast one day to talk about her approach. I have been in the DMs and she hasn't answered me yet. So if you guys want to let her know, I would love to get her on because there's so much more she's probably got to give. So I can't wait to watch the rest of season two. I'm going to wrap this up now. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give it a thumbs up. And if you're listening, do rate and review. You can now rate the show on Spotify. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. And I'll see you next time.